Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, Before I Fall, a movie that Netflix wouldn't stop recommending to me um, about a year ago. Really? I had never heard of it. Yeah, I think when I was watching a lot of Riverdale, uh, it just started recommending it to me. And I ignored it completely because the title card is very generic looking. Mm-hmm. But then I knew that you really like Zoe Dutch and I was really excited. Yeah. Yep. Um, before we jump into Before I Fall, we should discuss <laughs> an important piece of teen content that has crossed um, our dashboards or our timelines. And that is uh, Driver's License. <laughs> Yay! By Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, you had already listened to it before I sent it to you, right? Or no? I'd heard of it because of our Twitter feed. It just, like, it it lined up with all the stuff we follow. Oh, my God. And um, maybe it was mentioned on another podcast, uh, Las Culturistas, maybe? And I listened to it, and I really liked it. And I was surprised that I liked it immediately. Browsing that Twitter feed is a a new experience. Like, I would love to be... (laughs) deprogram like just lobotomized and then reprogrammed with just the contents of that twitter feed <laughs> like it's only like noah Centineo and shit um and sabrina carpenter yeah that's um, it speaking of sabrina carpenter so yes yeah okay do, do you know more than i do about the song i feel like you know more nope. than i do okay well no i was gonna say i also <laughs> like it I like it too. Okay, sweet. I actually watched Issa listen to it for the first time over Zoom yeah. the other night while I was drinking. <laughs> yes. It was, um, first of all, five seconds in, I was like, this girl's Filipino. I know she's Filipino. And then you were like, no, I think she's Latina. No, I said I, I think she's up. white. Oh, and then I looked it up and she was half Filipino, which, yeah, she is white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> she is from, she, she um, was, I guess, famous because she was in High School Musical, The Musical. The series. The series. Which, which is I, a line for me. Yeah, I haven't watched it um, mostly because I just want to preserve my association with High School Musical in my head. But it is funny because High School Musical also has a ambiguously, ethnically ambiguous um, part Filipina girl in it as Gabriella. So, like, they were literally just trying to replicate that. Oh, <laughs> That show for me is is like a, a boundary of, of content I can't cross. Like, I, I can't... If I watch that, you need to put me down. <laughs> I probably... I honestly probably will watch it eventually just to investigate. Ooh. But only I because mean, I voice, like her. Yeah, I like her. Her voice is so much better than Vanessa Hudgens. It's oh my actually God. Oh my crazy. God. And can't. the song is just... Whoever helped her write it and whoever produced it knew exactly what they were doing. It is extremely of the time. It is kind of derivative it yes, is yes. an anthem. You just clap along, scream along. <laughs> it's great. I actually thought it was going to be more of an upbeat song, but it does make sense that it is it is popular because it's kind of a moody, like, listen to it in your car song. Like, Oh, for sure. That's literally what it's for. I do think it's so funny that, like, it's all it's stylized all lowercase. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah. And then all... <laughs> <laughs> The other thing I was going to say is that I actually, I kind of heard buzz about it online. And then the the thing that pushed me to start investigating was because I was in one of the things for like the students, the high school students in my program at my day job. And um, I was like joking about making a playlist for them. And one of the teens in the program was like, driver's license. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, it's coming straight from the teens. Nice. That's um, how you know. So that's how, yeah, that's what pushed me to watch it. Um, So we were excited as podcasters of this podcast because it's (laughs) rumored that this is because of Sabrina Carpenter, right? Yeah, it's sort of she was dating this guy and then he broke up or they broke up. And now he maybe is dating Sabrina Carpenter. And so people think it's about her because she says the blonde girl who's older than me. Is she older? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's 21. Whoa, this person's so young. Yeah. Yeah, she's real young. Good for her. Um, the person who produced the song 
has also produced for like Carly Rae and like, you mm. know, whoever you would, you know, Sky Ferreira, who my cat is named after. <laughs> um, anyway, let us know how you think about this song, guys. I do think immediately when I heard it, I was like, I kind of want to learn how to sing it. And then I knew there would be like 80,000 ukulele covers. Oh, yeah. I won't add to it unless unless the listeners beg me to. <laughs> Oh, I did want to ask Jane, do you remember when um, Alessia Cara's very first debut song as a teen came out? Um, I don't know who that is. Do you know the song Here by Alessia Cara? No. That's like talking about being at a party and like she has like the iconic line of like, I don't know, there's like someone throwing up and I don't know, it's it's about being at a party and not really wanting to be at a party. I think you'll remember it when you hear it, but... Um, but that's like sort of what this song reminded me of in terms of like the song being such a huge hit and like it being like a young artist. Um, but I agree with you that it sounds like everything that's out there. Uh, speaking of beautiful blondes. (laughs) Um. Oh yeah. So before I fall, Mm -hmm. um, Jane, I wanted to ask you, did you under, did you also... Were you also surprised when there was a, on the title card, it said it premiered at Sundance? (laughs) I missed that. And that's crazy to me. (laughs) (laughs) This premiered at Sundance in 2017. It is based on a book by Lauren Oliver, who is a pretty well-known YA author, I guess. Um, The thing, the thing is that Lauren, I tried to like look up more about Lauren Oliver and what her current gig is, is that she has started a literary incubator which like the fact that she calls it that made me not want to research more yeah that sounds so wait like a think tank for books yes i guess i was like did you want to be a writer or did you want to have a think tank (laughs) like anyway (laughs) but uh the movie uh it's the same director as sun is also a star and like (gasps) Um, oh. that I definitely got vibes of that in the movie. It's for like, that makes sense. Yeah, it, and it, I think it'll influence who I think this movie is for. Um, let's talk about Zoe Dutch, Jane. Yay! Okay. Um, this movie sort of made me question whether she is in the right profession for her. However, it did make me sort of fall more in love with her. So on one hand, she's kind of bad at acting. And on the other hand, she's so beautiful that maybe it just doesn't matter. Yeah. So wait, what what um what do you know her from originally? The Politician is where I found out she existed. Okay. Um, and then honestly, I, I, did, I haven't seen any other stuff she's been in. I just liked her as a icon. She's also in Set It Up and my parents keep telling me to watch that. It's a wrong. Okay, I did watch that. I don't remember a single second of it. Oh shit! Um, Sorry. (laughs) But she is she the lead in that or no? No, couldn't tell you. I'm gonna say no. Okay. (laughs) Um, I think I'm also now in the having a crush on Zoe Dutch train. She's super pretty. (laughs) I literally like wrote sentences about this because I was like, "What the fuck is this about?" Like, she (laughs) has these like mannerisms of this like peak white girl beauty that like. It's in, like, all packed into, like, one tiny body. Like, <laughs> you can kind of, like, see in her face. Like, I kind of see her future, like, in her. And also, like, I love okay. her smile. I think I have a crush on her. Wait, tell us more about seeing her future. Does it I, include winning an Emmy and or Golden Globe yeah, playing a I politician just, or a politician's wife? Well, I was going to say, like, I don't know. I actually don't know how much this relates to, like, her acting ability. But, like, something about her reminds me of, like... Like seeing her as like a Nicole Kidman, Amy Adams type in the future. Not not that she's as good at acting, but that kind of like ethereal like beauty and like presence. Because like sometimes when she was just like hanging out, I was like, if I talked to this girl, she would just like know more about being a woman than me. Mm, I know? get that. Yeah, um, I can see that. This movie also has Halston Sage, our friend. Yes, <laughs> I'm so glad that I know who she is now. Me too. And- it's funny because last time we talked about her, I said that she looks like Rachel Adams and she Rachel is Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Rachel McAdams, sorry. She is fully embodying Regina George in the yeah. soul. And I I wonder how much of it was like so, like it was cl- clear. So like I don't know if it was intentional. I don't know if she was directed to do it or what, but mm. it is very clear to me. I it does make me feel like we're spiraling down a hole of like 
actresses in teen movies that like nobody else our age like fucking knows about like i can just imagine like friends listening to this and being like who the fuck what what is the name Halston's what is a Halston's age personally I'm so excited about it yeah, like I'm, I've, I'm, officially I'm, I'm starting like, to feel like an expert yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> um but for the listeners if you haven't listened to our um paper towns episode that's where we encountered her first on the pod <laughs> officially um she is the mean girl in this movie um and all I can say is that like she makes me like want to wear makeup again because I haven't I know right during the pandemic I'm like look at her lips and like (laughs) I don't know (laughs) anyway the girls in this movie are very pretty yeah we can we can start (laughs) let's do it okay Sam is part of a strategically diverse popular clique (laughs) and mean to her parents and little sister Main BFF Lindsay, played by Halston Sage, picks her up from school along with her two other friends. They discuss Cupid's Day when students send each other roses and how Sam plans to lose her virginity to her boyfriend, Rob. At school, Sam gets a note from Rob and also Kent, a boy she used to be friends with. Her clique sends a rose with a mean note to Juliet, the outcast who looks like a wizard. At a party (laughs) at Kent's house, Juliet shows up and calls them bitches, but everyone pours their drink on her. On the drive home, Sam and her friends get into a car crash and die. (laughs) Okay, first, the movie movie opens and goes, maybe for you, there's a tomorrow. (laughs) I I just, like... I just typed, like, a long line of question marks. <laughs> I, oh, also, listeners, I was drunk while watching this, and it was great. Oh, that's better. That's a better way to view it, um, I'd say. Let's talk about, like, some very first images in this movie. There's hot teens, like, texting, sleeping in beautiful beds, preening in front of the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a perfect, like, a gigantic um, modern suburban house. Oh my god, huge houses. <laughs> I was like, wow, I want to be one of these girls, like, ignoring my hot parents, putting on weird private school clothes, um, showing each other our bras for no reason. Wait, I wrote that, I was like, should we flash each other more? Should we do that? Is that fun? Like, it looks for like fun. For the listeners, like, when they pick up, um, I forget which of the friends, but when they pick up one of their friends, they play a trick on her where they don't let her into the car and so she flashes them. And then I, I was like, does this happen every morning? Yeah. <laughs> well, also, I mean, it does in the movie. <laughs> they also go to school in what looks like a WeWork office is what I said. <laughs> but I actually, um, when we were when we were watching this, I was like, once again, Pacific Northwest Clarendon Instagram filter. Yeah, it, it is very beautifully shot, which is so you I didn't realize that it was the same director as uh, a Sun is also a star. Sun is also a star. And it does have that, like, beautiful aesthetic. Everyone's beautiful. Um, I It's just enjoyable to look at. Did you get If I Stay vibes? Yes. Um, I think it's because everything was, like, weirdly misty. And then also yeah. I think, like, because everyone was in a mountainous place. <laughs> also, so If I Stay, we watched and recorded, but it's it's in the vault. It's It'll come vault. to you one day. Um, and, and it has similar themes in my mind. Sort of, sort of like sort of. dying, um, whatever. Dying what question teen, mark? What teen girls think about when they die. Yeah. Um, there's some... This movie, like, gets in its own way, mainly, in my opinion, with, like, some truly stupid writing. Like interesting okay like like the thing like the very like the voiceovers like maybe for you there's a tomorrow and which are like unnecessary to me but then also like the one of the first school scenes is like they're in english class and their teacher their hot teacher yes so he's so hot sisyphus not an std (laughs) and we get to hear that four or five times throughout the movie yeah this movie just loves to trip over its own dick like doing stuff like that also, did you notice that the uh, queer character in the school is someone we've seen before? Let it snow. Yeah. I looked them up. Dory from Let It Snow. Yeah. Um, there's like a two second scene of this girl uh, who says like, I'm in heteronormative hell. Actually, I don't know what gender she identifies as. They, in the they movie. are they. Yeah. The actor is, is goes by they them. But I don't know if this if this person is supposed to be she. Um, also... Um, I liked the casting for her hot boyfriend, Rob, who is, like, conventionally douchey, but, like, 
you look into his face and there's nothing going on <laughs> behind the eyes, which is perfect. Behind the nose ring. That's all I could oh see. Oh my gosh, yes. And there's a nose ring, which to me was like, oh, maybe because of like where they live, like Seattle suburb. I don't know. But I thought that his name was Rob Cockring and it's Cockring. <laughs> um wait speaking of writing um they go to a party and Lindsay says we kissed the hottest boys we went to the sickest parties oh my God. and i was like did i write this i was <laughs> i was like because. convulsing it is it is like i think they in the start of the movie the two of them give a good performance as like hot teens just because they have to just like walk around being like with their brains turned off essentially like saying bad lines and also, okay, in in the same vein, they use slang in an interesting way. Uh, the main character at the party, she says, "You've got your real bays here," and I just like didn't I didn't believe her using the word yeah. bay. It felt oh, I didn't even catch really that. wrong. And then similarly, I think I have a problem with the word bitch, <laughs> maybe because of the Mean Girls comparison. So in my mind, like it felt slightly satirical to have them calling each other bitches so much. Like, it felt like a joke a little bit. Like, I just, I didn't buy it that calling someone a bitch was mean. It just felt silly. Yeah, it's also, like, um, something Mean Girls gets right, Mean Girls, the original Mean Girls, like, all the hot girls, like, call each other bitches, like, for fun or for, like, slightly mean teasing and stuff. But then, like, you know, when she finally... In Mean Girls, when she finally tells Katie, like, you're doing the wrong thing, um, Janice goes, you're a mean girl. Like, she doesn't say you're a huge bitch, which is which is what happens at this party where Juliet, our <laughs> our like crunchy type, um, says, like, you're you're all bitches. And I was like, I just I don't think they would care. They would just be like, yeah, so what? I will like, say that in Mean Girls, so Janice says you're a mean girl, and then she says you're a bitch. And it's oh, maybe just because, but, like, she is a really good actress. And, like, I remember her saying that, and it feels and hitting it, yeah. real. Hitting the and line. And it just, it doesn't necessarily feel real yeah. when they say it. Okay, speaking of Juliet, when she shows <laughs> up at the party... Okay, so this is the outcast, and I she, thought, like, shows up like, unexpected. Do they instruct this girl to walk around... In like, <laughs> like to punched look, over. Yeah, to look like you're right that it's like moaning Myrtle or something. <laughs> I thought she was going to shoot up the party, like oh, genuinely, shit. like very genuinely. I was like, oh my god, someone's about to <laughs> to get shot because of the way she did it. It was terrifying. Yeah. Okay. So there's like a couple things established. Um, first of all, like it's kind of established already that like in the friend group like they all kind of play certain roles and are like kind of mean to each other and like it's it kind of feels like a precarious friend group where at any moment they could be mean to each other um because like immediately the asian girl goes like yeah like she's uh, this person's like a bitch and a drama queen and i'm rich and i have add like that's my thing (laughs) it's like what the (laughs) fuck um and then like yeah you and then they they're mean to our loner Juliet, but I, there's not really an explanation why. And then, like, she reveals when she calls um, Halston Sage a bitch, she says, like, that's why your dad left. Like, you're mm. a bitch just like your mom. And then you're like, oh, there's something else going on here. Yeah. Um, my question was, where are all the other, like, crunchy hippie, like, hair is too long, uh, doesn't use commercial shampoo brands. <laughs> Where are all those girls? And like, why isn't this girl smoking weed with them? Like, yeah, she she is. I mean, they, if this so many truly, movies do this, where yeah. it's just like one person and, and there's no one else this is around the Pacific her at all. Northwest. Like, come on. <laughs> like, um, I also wanted the plot twist to be that Halston Sage and Zoe Dutch liked each other secretly, mm. but I think it's because we had just talked about um, Jeremy. Jeremy. Oops, big spoiler. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, they're also just like beautiful. <laughs> so I was like, what if they? kissed what if they kiss that'd be fun uh, yeah i had a question for you okay did your school do anything for valentine's day oh no i think like there were some people who did like candy gram type things and then like there was one year where i was in i was in choir and um one guy wanted to ask this girl to a dance on valentine's day or ask her out on valentine's day so he asked like different people from choir to like form an impromptu acapella group and like help her help him serenade her um 
And then, like, she went on the date with him, but then she, like, said, I don't want to be your girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> Which, well, like, to me is, like, a good nice try. choice. Like, yeah, go on the date. How about yeah. you? <laughs> the one thing I remember clearly is that they did these little fun quiz things where you fill out the quiz and then you find out who you're compatible with in the school and they like match you up and you have to pay money so it's a fundraiser what? and so we would i mean obviously That's like so everyone smart. got it yeah and, and it was just stupid and fun and, and they would also give you like who you who you match up friend wise and um yeah it was just stupid but like i still have it <gasps> like i kept it did you just ever silly. get someone that you liked absolutely <gasps> But it's, and I mean. And then nothing happened. Yeah. Oh. No, no, nothing happened. And then obviously, like, who knows what, when people are filling these things out, you yeah, can write whatever the heck you want. So uh, I was going to ask you if your closest friends knew when you planned to lose your virginity. <laughs> wow. Because um, this is a big, for the listeners, this yes. is a big part of the movie. It's actually kind of cute. They're like, um, you know, they're teasing her and I'm kind of scared of them. But there's a cute part where they're helping her dress for the party because she's going to lose her virginity that night. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was the, just cute the that pre- they talked to her about it. The absolutely. Time. And that pre-party hang made me really nostalgic. Yeah. But I, I think n- yes and no in the sense that I definitely updated my friend, my really close friends when it happened, but there, I was in a relationship and like, it, it wasn't like we were waiting for a prom or whatever it is. Like we I weren't waiting yeah, for one I didn't day. have like a day. Like I yeah. had I had a moment where I was I had a time where I was like, okay, like after today, probably like I'm ready. But I didn't have like that's going to happen this day. And I'm going to like tell two people that it's happening this day so that they can like, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Like, I'm curious. Wait, can you share what event happened where you were like, okay, tomorrow and beyond? Oh, maybe. no, no, no. <laughs> No, it wasn't it wasn't that there was an event. I just kind of like, you know, kind of asked myself that question a little bit over time. Oh, okay, and then okay. like, you know. Like an internal um, decision, not like not like the person yeah, like, you yeah. know, no, bought not- you a chocolate bar. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of what would do it. Did you know did you plan the date or not really? Not at all. Okay, yeah. That's what <laughs> I was like, I think that's more normal, but I get and also were they planning to have sex at the party of Kent? Like Kent's party? It seems like that, but which is gross. But yeah, she I'm didn't even want to go. Sure. I, yeah, I was confused about that. But anyway, we can move on. <laughs> okay. All right. Sam is alive. Yay. And it's Cupid's Day again. Groundhog she Day. She thinks Oh yes, Groundhog Day. Right, right, right. Same <laughs> same um um um. In format. this universe, does the movie Groundhog Day exist? <laughs> okay, anyway, keep going. She thinks she had a bad dream and goes on about her day, but is freaked out. At the party, she has an anxiety attack, and her boyfriend, Rob, is a dick about it. She ends up in Kent's room, and he asks if she's okay. Then they all die again. <laughs> on the next Cupid's Day, she's still alive, Sam asks Lindsay why they're mean to Juliet and is slightly nicer to Kent. She convinces her friends to have a sleepover instead of going to the party. While they don't die, they find out that Juliet died by suicide. Lindsay is defensive about how they treated her and it's revealed that she was friends with Juliet when they were younger. Um, There's a scene here that immediately gave me a question because uh, the first time that she wakes up and is like, oh shit, the day is happening again, she kind of comes in late to school and her mom drives her and like in the car ride, it becomes apparent that the mom like... The mom is super hot, but she's like, oh, I wasn't very popular in high school because everyone said my eyes were too close together, which I was like, what? (laughs) And then and then um, it just made me think, like, what do you think it would be like if your daughter was one of the most popular girls in school? Like, that would be hard. I mean, well, first, just a comment on her mom. Her mom is hot and she was in the L word playing like a specifically like beautiful character. (laughs) So it's just like, what? No one believes you. Exactly. Oh my god, I would have trouble relating to my daughter if she was Zoe Dutch. <laughs> Same. And like, well, it's funny because the mom, and I think later the dad, like, say over and over, like, well, that was before you got so cool and, like, popular. And I'm like, oh no, like, am I going to be, like, this parent that's, like, hyper-focused on my kid's popularity? <laughs> um, but I, I do think that I would probably want to know the intrigue. <laughs> Sorry, what do you can mean? you hear my cat like meowing? Oh, is that what that is? 
<laughs> I thought it was my dog. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, I would ask her, like, so what's going on? Because her mom's like, "Are you fighting with Rob?" Like, I would be too involved in my child's drama if she I were think one of the mean girls. You will be very involved w- with your children's <laughs> life. Like, you will want to know what's happening, regardless of their popularity level. Yeah, that's true. But also, I just like drama. <laughs> okay, um, so at yeah. this point, I had two kind of two concerns. One is is can the movie keep it interesting because obviously they are yeah. repeating the same day and similar events are happening over and over and I think they do succeed at that. Okay, I I was engaged the whole time. Sure, yeah, um, me too. Enough was different, and you are sort of feeling for Zoe Dutch's character enough that you're like, oh, okay, like what's up? However, at the same time. I was kind of wondering if Zoe Dutch was was pulling the character off because she's supposed to be this like jerk. I mean, she's supposed to be really rude to her family and to people and I'm I don't know if I ever buy that she was that mean. I think I only bought it in the very very beginning when she's very first mean to her sister on the very first day. I was like, "Oh, she's a bitch." But then they kind of do like an about face immediately when she realizes that the day is repeating. And I'm like, wait, was she always not as mean as the other three girl? Like, I, I also had the same question where I was like, she's supposed to be someone who is as mean as Halston Sage, I thought. But now she's like just suddenly nice to everyone. I don't know. It's hard because then you then she wouldn't be likable, I guess. But I like Halston Sage. I don't know. That was a, that was exactly the same thought process I had of being like, this is the character where people look at her and are like, she could be nice, but she's so like she's so bitchy. Like the yeah. the outcast calls her pathetic, as in she just follows along with her her friends. Yeah, but. She's just so nice. And also her dang outfit that they have her in. They have her in that like little floral button up dress with the collar and the tights. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no one who wears that outfit is going to, you know, scream at people I in know. the hallway. I also just like the outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I think it it's hard to to have to have the whole like this mean popular girl is so much more than that if you just get to know her and like try to walk that line with also her being like a real person i don't know um, would this did, um would this oh sorry did you have a question you, no you go mine is probably not as good <laughs> that's I was good gonna no, say, let's hear it <laughs> would this rose shit have worked with the young men at your high school <laughs> okay my question was very different um okay. i no, I mean, oh God, I have so like no the listener, experience they, with um, this. For the listeners, if you haven't watched this, there's a particular thing about this whole like Candy Graham or Rose Graham or whatever that they do at the Valentine's Day thing, which is that two days before Valentine's Day, I guess, everybody um, can send anonymous roses to each other. And then like the more roses you get, that means you're hot. But like, I feel like at my school, it would just be like, People who are dating someone would give some like, why would you get multiples? Absolutely. Like, why are many guys like, why do you have many suitors who are like pursuing yeah. you? Are the guys like talking to each other and being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give her. <laughs> That's why I was like, what is happening? Yeah, it, it didn't it didn't really make sense to me either. What was your okay. question? <laughs> My question was about suicide. Oh, um, they find out that this girl died by suicide and it doesn't feel like they react appropriately like i so two of the characters are are clearly uncomfortable with how they've been treating her and they go to a separate room to go to sleep they're at a sleepover but i feel like they're i don't know it just didn't necessarily feel realistic i think that it also wasn't realistic that they all woke up <laughs> to their text message yeah anyway. my phone is officially on silent every second of the day also like i wouldn't wake up to like a single text message after i had gone to sleep anyway but i think like that's true yeah i i i mean i guess i i bought that like everyone everyone freaked out and then was like really weirded out by Lindsay being defensive um right so that's true that could have been what quelled their yeah like i understood that maybe when the two girls went upstairs they had like a more normal reaction because like in the moment they were just like what the fuck is happening like why doesn't she want to be Lindsay was just like everyone just stop talking about it like it's fine let's go to sleep (laughs) and i was like what the fuck (laughs) no Uh, i was gonna ask actually 
Have you ever been at a sleepover with a more popular girl than you? Wow. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, um, have you? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I have a couple memories that are kind of, or, like, maybe not more popular in a very traditional sense, but just someone that I knew as, like, I kind of automatically knew they had, like, more social standing than me. <laughs> like, in, like, the second or third grade, my first sleepover was with this girl. I can see her name because she's never going to listen to this. This girl, Erica, with a K, Yaseko, and she, like, all the boys loved her in, like, third grade. And she had a sleepover, and she was one of the very first people to ever have a sleepover. Um, and we were in third grade, and we went skinny dipping. And I was like, <gasps> who are we? Like, now looking back, I'm like... Who planted that idea in her head? Like, it wasn't my idea, obviously. <laughs> I was just like, yay! <laughs> um, and I just remember being so nervous and, like, and I was kind of in the friend group still for a little while, but then, like, eventually transferred out of that school, actually. Mm. Um, because of that girl. Yeah. That very girl. <laughs> she was too mean. <laughs> well, actually, in third grade, I had a crush on a guy and he told me that he liked her. And I was like, oh, oh shit. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then when I was in when I was in high school, like this girl that I used to ride horses with back in my horse girl years, um, her thing was like, so there were Saturday morning like horseback riding lessons, and she was in the Saturday morning lesson, and she would on Friday night have a sleepover, and then you would all go to get drive through McDonald's breakfast on Saturday morning before on the way to go horseback riding. And that was just, like, her thing. And, like, she was extremely rich and, like, hot. And, like, I went to it a few times. But, like, it was also the dynamic where, like, she was also scary. Um, (laughs) I was, like, afraid of her also at the same time. But I wanted to be on her good side. Um, I don't remember being at many social events that weren't specifically with people I trusted and liked (laughs) and felt safe with which i'm lucky about well this um, didn't I also, last long like <laughs> i had i had a lot of issues with sleepovers as a child and i like couldn't handle them until i got older like i would just cry yeah at that's sleepovers. that happens so yeah i mean one time <laughs> at this this person i'm talking about the horse girl there was one like I was no longer sort of like the newest recruit to the sleepover and like this other girl joined us and like she had clearly not really been to sleepovers before and she just like could not fall asleep like she was just so hyped up on like being in a room with like other people which like I totally understand like now looking back like you're kind of like oh shit like am I doing the wrong thing like are we supposed to be like partying like what's happening <laughs> plus there's so much like sugar and snacks yeah. <laughs> i mean i probably had the most sh- uh soda ever in my life at sleepovers yeah. and then i was expected to sleep no yeah and i i probably slept very little because i was just so anxious yeah um and you never wanted to be the last person awake i i sort of just like this gave me the same vibes because they don't seem to trust each other <laughs> Yeah, the the friendship is it's scary, um, tenuous. But I like kind of appreciate it. And there's yeah, a moment I think later. Very, I think I, I think some things were real to me in aesthetic, like the friendship being a little scary, and then also um, the the party for some reason. I think they pull off how it's like kind of loud and people are kind of yelling in each other's faces, and then you like go sit on the couch. You know, like there was there was something in like the rhythm of the party that I was like. Yeah, this is a little more real to me than other party scenes. Did you like that Halston Sage had a sort of boyfriend named Patrick who we see for five seconds making out on the couch? (laughs) And he's like the only black character on the show (laughs) and the movie, I mean. And he just like makes out with her and then goes and gets her a drink. Well, there's a weird interaction where he she's like, I kind of want to go get she's kind of like, can you go get me another drink? And he's like, what's the magic word? And she's like blowjob and I was like wait does that mean you're giving him blowjobs or is it just like a weird password (laughs) it's actually it's his kink to hear the word blowjob so that's all he needs yeah it was it it was a weird dynamic but like go them (laughs) um I guess we can keep going for the same day over and over same thing here we go After a montage of the same day over and over, Sam decides to do exactly what she wants. She wears a hot dress to school and calls Lindsay out for being a bad friend. She talks to a lesbian she's bullied and they switch boots. At the party, she has sex with Rob but ends up crying in Kent's room. He comforts her and talks about how Sam stood up to him 
uh, stood up for bullies, two bullies for him after his dad died. Sorry. <laughs> this is where I'm like, you can, you can dress up Zoe Dutch in any way you want. She's just like a perfect little doll. Because she, she gets fantastic. Yeah, she gets to wear the hot dress, the platform boots, the eyeliner. Also, did you notice that she she like quickly rubs on makeup and her and then she goes to school and her smoky eye is perfect yeah. like i've never had a smoky eye look like that and she's supposed to kind of like angrily dab it on her face yeah yeah i've never like put makeup on myself with emotions running and had it look like that um yeah and then it's really weird because that that stupid teacher who's like kind of hot like I guess that the joke was supposed to be that the teacher is like the kind of teacher who keeps trying to be cool um, so he kind of like teases her when she comes in and then she like turns around and cause she realizes there's no consequences for the listener. She like starts doing like a weird flirty, like, come on <laughs> with the Did, teacher. I thought it was hot. <laughs> I know. I was like, this movie could go another way and yeah. I'd be fine with it. I was like, wait, is there more to this? She like gets <laughs> up in front of the classroom and like comes really close to the teacher. I'm like, is she about to grab his dick in front of everyone? <laughs> And the thing is, she could. This <laughs> yeah, movie doesn't like. Wait, so Groundhog Palm Springs. Day. We both watched Palm Springs, yeah. which is a similar Groundhog's Day format. And those characters truly do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, they don't take it go far enough. Wild and yeah, <laughs> she. The, I mean, the craziest thing she does is uh, stand up to her friends and call them out for being. Bitches. Yeah, I think she should have uh, had sex with the teacher. Yeah, why not? <laughs> What did you think I mean, about it would, Kent? It would still be morally suspect, even if it were True. Groundhog Day. Um, I don't like Kent. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. I wrote this later, but like he wasn't very likable to me. I'm sorry. But I also think it maybe they made him a little more realistic as a real human. I just exactly. kept I just kept kind of tuning him out. And maybe it's also because he I was drunk. <laughs> okay. I have a lot of thoughts about Kent. Okay. First of all. I, he, he's not, he's not like hot. He's, he's not Zoe Dutch hot. Yeah. Um, which I mean, it shouldn't matter, but it, it, if you're standing next to Zoe Dutch and you're Kent, people are going to notice. Um, yeah, yeah. at first I was kind of like, he's just sort of weird and I'm uncomfortable, but then I decided that he's, he's the so best nice. character in the movie. And I think he's the most realistic, uh, high school character of, of everyone. Um, and I felt like I knew him, although it is probably important to say that he has been pining for <laughs> Zoe Dutch's character his entire life. And even though she doesn't reciprocate, <laughs> which is toxic, um, however, <laughs> he just felt real to I me. I was going to say like it, there's a reveal later. We can just say it now cause it doesn't matter in this movie. There, <laughs> nothing, there's nothing, there's not that much more coming down the pipeline. Let's just say yeah. <laughs> But, like, <laughs> Kent, like, it's revealed later that the reason he, like, still admires Zoe Dutch, even after being such a bitch, is that when they were kids, like, she stood up to a bully for him. And, like, he's always been like, wow, she's so brave and, like, she's badass. Like, I want to be, you know, I want to protect her in the same way that she made me feel protected, which is, again, like, a stupid, I don't know, whatever. But but I, I was like, okay, I kind of understand because... Cause it it's better than this than this like I see you for the real you which he kind of still does with the rose but yeah the note he sent that's not a great introduction to a character he sends her a uh, rose with a note that's like you're prickly on the outside but I I know you're soft on the inside I which was, is just creepy I mean that's creepy to do I was gonna ask you do you like the ombre rose look that he sends her like I actually yeah. think. I actually don't like that kind oh, of rose. I didn't think about it to be honest. I was like, yeah, it's a was was it supposed to be unique? As in, like, yeah. he's a weirdo, so he got her a weird rose. But I just like don't. I don't think they're pretty. <laughs> I don't like roses. I'm gonna go there. I like a single red rose. Okay. I don't think. Good to know. I don't think bouquets are great, and I don't think ombre roses are great. <laughs> they just they look a little fake to me. Um. At, at this point in the movie, too, we get to see the terrifying, like, Slenderman art by our girl, Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, is this why they make fun of her? Because she makes, like, Sylvia Plath-esque, like, aesthetic that being decisions. Saying, like, that being said, like, what if she just painted 
uh, like still life. So you'd be like, mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she needed to do the but scary I'm dark. I'm just like, I, I was like, yeah, wait, so they don't like her because she's scary, but then like, shouldn't she have other artsy, scary people? Again, like I don't, yeah, anyway. We, we do get a little scene with Dory from Let It Snow, the queer character, um, who is kind of like precociously like tough, I guess. I also thought it was interesting that there, there are the two people that they sort of make fun of, the lesbian and the outcast, and they sort of look the same to me. They're like fair and they have light hair <laughs> and just, yeah, true. They're all white. So, and, and they're just, um, and they have kind of like similar hair yeah. and I was like, okay, so these are the two people they bully. Like maybe they're, yeah. I, I don't know. Also like she doesn't really get that much of an arc, um, Dory from Let It Snow. And so I was like, <laughs> maybe they should have just combined the characters. I agree. It felt, it, that's exactly what I was saying is like, it felt extra to have this lesbian around, yeah. but we needed, you know. Well, and she we gets more to lesbians. say, like, she gets to kind of be like, high school is like Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, she had some inv- insightful wisdom to share with Sam in the bathroom when they switch boots, which I did think was cool. Like, I was like, I want to switch boots with someone in a bathroom. That made me actually want to buy the platform boots. <laughs> oh, Zo- Zoe Dutch's? Yeah, I kind of want to buy, like, a high great. platform boot. Anyway. Let's move on. The next Cupid's Day, Sam takes off from school to spend time with her sister. At dinner with her family, she asks her mom if she's a good person, and her mom tells a story about her being nice to horses as a kid. (laughs) At the party, Sam talks to Kent, and he explains that he wanted to be her hero, like she was to him as a child. They end up kissing. Sam chases after Juliet and watches her commit suicide by running in front of Lindsay's car, which is what killed Sam originally. I'm glad that they solve, they kind of solve the um, question of like, what do they hit? Because I, I actually was wondering that from the start. Um, did you catch, did you understand that her little sister was like, she, at, Zoe Dutch asks her little sister, do people make fun of you for the way you talk? And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. So that's, that felt rude to me because I didn't notice anything <laughs> wrong with her voice. So it'd be like someone coming up to me and being like, do people make fun of you for your hands? Yeah. And I'd be like, wait, huh? Yeah. Wait, what's wrong with my hands? Yeah, that's exactly. I was like, wait, what's wrong with, <laughs> is it that she has a lisp? I think it, she definitely has a little kid voice and potentially a small speech impedi- impediment, <laughs> but she's also cute as hell. Like, yeah, well, as little like, kids wait, go. she's supposed to talk like a little kid. I, yeah. I totally don't know what the fuck was going on in that scene. <laughs> you imagine if someone, you're just minding your own fucking business. And so it's like, <laughs> hey, do people make fun of you for the way you talk? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I thought it was sweet that she goes and spends time with her family. I, oh, yeah. It's unclear, like, how she got away with that, because in the first one of the first days, her mom's like, you have to go to school. Like, I have to be at work at 10. And then this day she just gets to be home with her sister. But whatever. And then they go out for dinner and it did feel very like middle class family out to dinner. I was like, like, I've been there. They're like a more upscale Olive Garden. (laughs) Yeah. Her mom also, to me, kind of started looking like a prettier Kamala Harris. (laughs) Whoa, I see that. (laughs) Yeah, in in the dinner scene in particular, I was like, Kamala? (laughs) (laughs) Because I think it might be just like the same type of blowout with the hair. The hair was, right, Um, exactly. And then I like Sorry, go ahead. Did you, my dog was working. Did you comment <laughs> on being surprised about what kills Sam and her friends originally? No, I just said like, I'm glad that they, there's an answer. Cause I was wondering that from the yeah. start. I mean, it is sort of, it's like a, it's like a twist. You're supposed to be like, Oh, like, like, yeah. Oh, I, I get it. And yeah, yeah. I, that's what I did. <laughs> the movie, like, <laughs> The mom, yeah, wait, the mom, <laughs> I'm I'm backtracking through your summary now, and I'm like, yeah, it's so funny when the mom is like, when she's like, mom, am I a good person? And her mom's like, you, you, <laughs> you wanted to ride all the horses in the stable so they wouldn't feel left out. I was like, that's not a thing. <laughs> she couldn't think of anything from the previous decade that her daughter did to demonstrate being a good person. Or so like, she had to go back to her childhood. The, writer, the writers couldn't think of like her being nice to like one animal. <laughs> she had to be like 
the scenario is just ludicrous but then the mom's advice to her is like think about one good thing or something like it's again something like inscrutable to me which i think like this movie's sometimes good and then the screenwriters will like trip over themselves like with inserting really weird lines on top of like really beautiful footage (laughs) Mm. um speaking of beautiful footage um (laughs) kent and sam kissing really didn't work for me um mm. there was a lot of face touching on zoe mm. dutch's part as in she was like squeezing his little cheeks <laughs> <laughs> and mm. later in the movie she says that it was you know she's like it's the best kiss i ever had and i was like yeah that is, i don't believe that's you wild and also like someone like people like they make uh, film people could have made it look better the film people yeah I where actually, were they and i didn't believe that because like i think that like I, if they wanted to make Kent, like, the first kiss, I guess, that, like, she felt, I don't know, like, cared for or something, then they should have shown us a lot of footage of her kissing Rob Cockering and Rob just being, like, too, I don't know, like, a bad kisser, because then I would, like, believe. I guess they have, like, a couple, maybe one time that he does that, but then he's drunk. So, like, it should have been, like, you know, in the cafeteria when they, like, kind of are lovey with each other? Mm-hmm. They should have shown her being just, like, horny. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're right because when they are lovey with each other, it's cute. Like, yeah, I mean, I do, I you're do like, oh, think that they're cute. they like each other. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't Rob's, work as well. Rob's main like sin is like having a nose ring. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> it's okay to have a nose ring. <laughs> also, you can tell that she no longer wants to be a pretty girl because she wears. <laughs> gray sweatpants and then a gray sweatshirt that has a perfect circle on it and nothing else honestly <laughs> it's a dope outfit and it i was like me, i want it it reminded me of in teen wolf when when he gets a tattoo I'm dying. oh no when when scott from teen wolf listeners if you've never seen teen wolf <laughs> <laughs> Scott like has a scene where he he's trying to figure out a tattoo that will remind him who he is and then he just gets like one solid stripe around his bicep yeah and that was the same (sighs) but it's also it's like a wolf tattoo it's not a normal tattoo (laughs) I forget like what that meant but I wish it like happened in one second I wish someone had been like giving her the sweatshirt being like this sets you apart (laughs) I honestly okay I honestly love that outfit and I and I want it and I and it is ridiculous to me that if you were living the day, same day over and over you wouldn't immediately start wearing sweatpants for example in a way quarantining is living the same day over and over and yeah. I've worn the same Adidas track pants and um crew neck sweatshirt every day yeah I wear the same sleeping shirt a lot this is my Woodford Reserve um, distillery shirt. Um, I kind of wish we got to know Juliet, the crazy girl, a bit better because she has no speaking lines until the confrontation, which happens in this movie. So before she runs in front of the car, she reveals that Lindsay, Halston Sage, was actually the one who wet the bed in grade school. And then because she was so she was getting so upset over her parents' divorce and then Halston Sage was obviously very embarrassed, so she then, like, told everyone in school that Juliet wet the bed. And that's why they called her Mellow Yellow, which to me, like, when adults do this, when they, like, make up names that <laughs> that Zoomers are supposed to be calling each other, it's never, it never hits. <laughs> yeah, Mellow Yellow, uh, like... I don't know. Would that catch on in your school? I don't. I don't think it. Not, Did people not good in enough. your school make names when they wanted to say? Me? For me, they would just be like, "Haha, you wet the bed." Like they wouldn't make a name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that requires too much creativity. <laughs> um, my only continuity error here is that they were driving for like a while before hitting Juliet. So like, how could Juliet have run that far? Yeah, agreed. The timeline is um, Which I, a little unclear. All they needed to do was have them like pull out of the driveway and hit her. Like she didn't need to be far away. <laughs> mm. You know, I think but, they were yeah. sort of playing with the idea of Lindsay being bad, like bad at driving and like texting while driving, and kind of there was a switcheroo where we were like, oh, she's a bad driver, so she's gonna get them all killed. When in fact, yeah, I mean, I thought it was gonna be a PSA where she does get hit because she's texting. Mm. Um, but it wasn't. It was just because there's a mentally ill girl on the street. <laughs> I'm, so sorry. I'm so sorry, people. You should have texted drive. 
<laughs> oh no. Okay. Go, I'm moving on. Crying. Okay. <laughs> on the final day, Sam knows what to do. <laughs> she sends a nice rose to Juliet and Ken. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Breaks up with Rob and tells each of her friends why she loves them. At the party, she tells Kent she loves him and they kiss again. When Juliet runs in front of a truck, Sam pushes her out of the way, sacrificing herself. Her <laughs> spirit talks. <laughs> sorry. Ah, her spirit talks and remembers the highlights of her life and how certain <laughs> moments go on forever. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, I said, did you know when this when this last day started? Did you know she was planning to essentially kill herself? Um, I guess that wasn't part I, of the plan. She just wanted to save Julia. Yeah. Right. I so I sh- we should have known because as you said in the beginning, she says like <laughs> some of you have another day. We should have known. Um, but I wasn't sure because movies like these like to not make the interesting choice <laughs> and so when she did die i liked it i i was like that brings this movie up <laughs> not that she's dead but i'm saying it just brings the quality of the movie up at sure. least 10 percent for me um i had a question um related to the plot <laughs> i was gonna say when was the first time that you kissed a boy who was nice enough to be someone who's like portrayed as the nice guy in a teen movie um, I don't know. I got really lucky, to be honest. So, like... Say more. Say more. My, I mean, my first real kiss, I would say he qualified. And then my first... Well, oh, now I'm thinking about this. Oh, oh you know what? Oh, okay. One of the first people that I, like, really kissed a lot, he was a nice guy, and, like, I wasn't very nice to him. <gasps> um, did he look like Kent? <laughs> no. Did he touch he your looked- face? Uh, probably. He looked like a very small version of Rob. <laughs> With a nose ring? No. Okay, no. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was just interested in this because, like, she acts like, you know, as you said, she's like, that was the best kiss I've ever had. And I was like, has this person never kissed someone who, like, is, like, nice and normal? Right. <laughs> um, Wait, do you have an answer yeah. to that question? I was going to say, I don't think my first... So my first kiss was the first guy I dated, um, and I don't think he qualifies as a nice guy. Like, he's a little more of, like, a... I don't know, class clown. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's a nice guy in a teen movie guy. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. So then I would say, like, the second guy I kissed was a nice guy. Um, He's my ex. Okay. And he actually did touch my face. I remember. Yeah. That's a good move that to pull out when you're young because you yeah, know, you're like, it's in wow. the movies. Yeah, you're also like, wow, we're adults. All right. Like we're I love. have thoughts <laughs> I have thoughts about Kent. More okay. further thoughts. Okay. And I, I also have a solution here. Okay, here's here's my <laughs> okay. problem. It doesn't work for me that she says I love you to yeah, Kent. No way. It doesn't and, and and here's what I think they should have done instead. Instead of the montage where she's like seemingly not doing anything different during the day, she's just doing it over and over. They should have had a montage of her spending a lot of time like getting back in touch with Kent and like falling in love with him and learning more about him. And then maybe she could grow frustrated that she can't continue their relationship because the day keeps repeating. And that leads her to being like, oh, I really need to like figure out how to solve this situation and get out so I can be with Kent. Sure. Thank you. But that's, like, too <laughs> smart. <laughs> but it just, the I love you, then here's my it's second solution. Stupid. Don't say that you love yeah, him. Yeah, just don't say you don't that. You I wonder if the book, so my wonder is, like, in the book, maybe, like, they have stayed friends all these years, and he's more of, like, a friend-zoned type. I know that, mm. word, I know that word is toxic, but, <laughs> you know? And then, like, yeah. she realizes she is in love with him. But just he don't say that. Just be like, just say something like, you are my hero or something. Because, like, that's, like, what he wants to hear. Um, oh, that would be nice. <gasps> yeah. That's good. It's also, I like, like he, she, like, is, like, oh, my mission, like, the reason this is happening to me is because I'm supposed to save Juliet's life. Which is so obvious from the first moment that we see Juliet. Like, yeah. to me, it's super obvious that, of course, Julia is the key to all of this. And I'm like, why has she been dicking Just around like, so long well, doing other stuff? Maybe she's not very smart. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I was like, then call, like, a suicide hotline and have them, like, be ready that night. Like... Yeah, for sure. You don't have to jump in front of the truck. 
Yeah, there's other ways to sacrifice yourself without straight up but dying. That means, that's why I was like, in this movie, does the universe demand that she die? Like, right. Is this a like, th- final destination where like she has to die? I think I think so, and I think it's because she was maybe a bitch. it's <laughs> maybe it's. But wait, okay. Here's another question. At the very beginning, she dies, and so do all of her friends. Seemingly, are yeah. they also experiencing their own version yeah. of this movie? Well, and the other the other thing I was gonna say is like, I guess we don't know who survives the crash in the start. True. So like, it is possible that like her friends just end up maimed. <laughs> I would she, love like, it if they just released a movie for each of her friends. Yeah, and it's I really mean, was, similar, but <laughs> I was curious about them because we don't. I do think like something this movie does well is give like a little bit of flavor to like the hot mean girl click because like i believe so it's except like maybe the showing the boobs to each other for no reason i kind of believed like their interactions with each other in the car and stuff and how each of them like you can tell is like insecure about something and like scared I, of their yes there's a moment them. um i was gonna mention earlier where after sam zoe dutch is mean to all of them and she's sort of like on the outs with them for the day at the party one of the like less the one of the not white friends comes over to her and is like, you should apologize. Like, mm. please. Yeah. And she's like, Lindsay made you do this. Right. And and then the other friend is like, you're all I have. And yeah. it felt very honest and sad. Uh, but it I think that's a little deeper than some movies get. Yeah, I think like I do like when people are successfully portraying how unfortunately sometimes um, some female friendships or I guess maybe male friendships too are kind of more a frenemy situation where like your friends and like without them you would be a loner but also mm-hmm. like they have the tools to like be your enemy <laughs> yeah um, my question to you is uh what's next for Juliet after this you think <laughs> maybe she's going to uh I think she should NYU go to- <laughs> uh, yeah I think she should go to art school yeah and then she just draws um Zoe Dutch's face <laughs> but hopefully I mean obviously Therapy seems very important. Sure. Lots of help. Mental health. Help. And I, I'd like to think that, like, maybe the truth comes out that Halston Sage was bullying her and then people are nicer to her. But honestly, probably what would happen is everyone's like, oh, my God, like, she tried to kill herself and this popular girl saved her and, like, is oh, dead. Good like, point. So. Yeah. So I hope she just, like, sticks it out and then goes to, like, art school and then and doesn't talk about how she, you know, she doesn't talk about her past too much. At NYU. Yeah. I also thought that um, our queer character and Zoe Dutch were going to kiss in the bathroom. So you thought Zoe Dutch was going to kiss <laughs> the lesbian and her best friend. And the teacher. <laughs> yeah. Were, More kissing. There's just a lot of like, you know, I just, I think I'm, I think I have a crush on Zoe Dutch. Yeah. Oh, also <laughs> prove to me that she doesn't star in Five Feet Apart. Come on. The, <laughs> this is, they're the same. Well, um... What's her name? Haley Lou Richardson in Five Feet Apart is a little more cutesy, I would say, than Zoe I Dutch. was going to say Zoe Dutch's voice is really cutesy to me. It's I oh. I wish I could do an impression. I absolutely can't. Oh, my can't. God. It's wild. It's just sort of like, before it's, I fall. Yeah, I can't like do if it. You took, if you took a voice and put it into a Barbie doll and then took it back <laughs> out and put it into a human and then made that human look like a combination of anyone who has ever looked like Elle Fanning. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's it's just, uh, it's, yeah, there's so much. Maybe, maybe, the other thing is, like, is it just us spiraling about her? Like, or is your prediction going to be right that, like, she will, she will be a good emerging star? Like, I don't know. I have, okay, this leads me to something else I've been thinking about. Is my brain broken that I like this movie? Like, are we damaging ourselves? Like, let's. Okay, let's do the questions. Let's do the questions. Okay, A, is this movie good or bad? I think it's good. Okay. Not great. Not great. I think it's good. I think it's engaging. The plot makes sense to me. There's interesting characters. Mostly stuff is believable. I actually found the dialogue to be mostly fine. Yeah, it looks beautiful. I was going to say, I think, oh, sorry, I didn't mean dialogue. I think the voiceover stuff of her mm, talking okay, about okay. her own spirit is what was, like, <laughs> yeah, so bad for me. Yes, um, that's true. I think that this movie, much like Sun is also a star, like, has some good moments, but then, like, kind of trips over itself. So I'm going to maybe be noncommittal and land in the, like, it was okay. Because, like, 
there were there were times that I was like, oh, I'm glad they did that. And then there were times that I was like, oh, it's so embarrassing <laughs> that this is what I'm watching. But I do think like it's warping, like watching movies like this that are like trying to trying to circle what a good movie is, but like not quite getting there and like mm-hmm. trying to like put the ingredients together like it's doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, do you like this movie? <laughs> I did like it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> well, I also think like it could have I, I could have liked it more if the ending wasn't as like I think the ending was unsatisfying to me actually. I agree what that about it's it? like more it's more interesting that she dies, but I I kind of was like it's it's the thing about like what was the point or like was the point that she was supposed to die and save Juliet? Was the point was that she was supposed to learn a lesson before she dies? And then like they just try to cram in too many pithy messages like certain moments go on forever or like they are the meaning or like okay, you say that me. made yeah that made no sense that made absolutely no just, sense to me the, find, the moments go on forever find, like one simple message and like go with that do you think that her spirit when she was standing on the side of the road could see chloe grace moretz's spirit <laughs> from if i stay at least like if i stay it was a little more clear to me that the choice was like okay, she has a conflict and the conflict is like, you know, do I want to like ascend to the afterlife and meet <laughs> and like meet God? Or do I want to like go back home even though like life is hard and full of pain? Wait, did you prefer If I Stay to this movie? No, I think I preferred this movie, but I preferred the like the the conception of the afterlife in If I Stay maybe. Okay, that you because can be I ghost. freaking hated if I stay probably more than any movie we've done. We gotta just release that no, one. I day. was more I was more addicted to watching Zoe Dutch's face than even Chloe Grace, which is like wild because I love Chloe yeah. Grace's face. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I think that it is it is likable because it's like beautiful to watch. Also, it's mm-hmm. like looking at Instagram, or it is exactly. it yeah. is like looking at like a well curated Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like. Um, what type of teen is this movie for? Okay, I think that this movie is for a teen of average beauty and wealth <laughs> who wants to fantasize about what it's like to be rich and beautiful. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I also think it's about it's for like a teen who like wants to be deep, but like has it isn't actually very deep. <laughs> that's true. Like that's what all the like weird euphemisms like maybe for you there's a tomorrow. <laughs> like that's where all that stuff I think is like comes into play same as um five feet apart which is like the whole point of five feet apart they tried to make it is like you should you should touch people right <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um <laughs> but are we broken that like this is fine like this is i think it's also like we've watched i like this way more than paper towns for example yeah me too and um I think, yeah i think we're just gonna have to keep asking ourselves if our brain is broken okay. and what are you what watching happens. what are you watching that's not this um, we watched Knives Out Ooh. last night again. I'd already seen it and it's great. And it's, and it, that's such an interesting movie to, to sort of watch in tandem with this because mm-hmm. I think Knives Out is How so dare you? objectively How- <laughs> good. No, yeah. I just mean like oh, Knives yeah. Out is so, um, like precisely made and so purposeful yeah, and like people know what the fuck they're doing <laughs> and so successful. And yet I enjoyed these movies like not a like like a similar amount so but anyway um well yeah. because we are like girls who like enjoy looking at looking into the life of someone who's like wealthy and gorgeous wearing like wearing outfits like that we can dress up we can dress up this actor like a little doll and put any outfit on her and she looks great like that's like why it, like your I feel like that's why my brain likes it even though like I don't think the movie is that good like you know it is just pushing certain chemicals around my brain in a really demented way um i'm finishing the good place which i actually like really love and i think i like didn't realize i had watched like the first few seasons and been like yeah this is pretty funny and then now that i'm in the later seasons i'm like oh i get i get why like a lot of people think this is really funny and like good um because it does it does like take the funny premise and you know say some cute things with it um and the romance is cute and also uh one time um during our engage during my bachelorette party my friends asked nate um you already told the story on the podcast <laughs> yes oh 
Fuck. Wait, tell it again, and then I have a comment to make. Fuck me. Okay, I was going to say, okay, if you hadn't listened to this before, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. It's going to happen. We're going to repeat things. When when my my on the <laughs> on my bachelor my friends asked Nate like what celebrity reminds you the most of Issa and he said Kristen Bell and the more I watch The Good Place the more I f- see that as a compliment like perhaps the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me ever <laughs> I love Kristen Bell and we already we already discussed our love for her and so I I need to say you should watch Veronica Mars yeah and yeah, yeah. potentially it would work for the show however. That's one of those TV shows where I love it so much that I, I would struggle to like critique it because yeah. it's just yeah. My I feel show. that. I feel that. Um. Yeah, I'm also planning to maybe watch. Have you heard of Industry? I'm planning to maybe yes. watch that one. Yeah. To me, that was like this the the new Succession. Yeah. Exactly. Like in, I don't know, but that's it, why it's I know not, I'll like it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me tell me how it is because we were thinking about it. Oh, we might watch Search Party. Yeah, I have Ron Ron, our guest Ron was the first to tell us about it and now like everyone is talking about it. That's who told us about it. Well <laughs> oh, I was oh, like, oh, Well oh. someone I think on someone oh, was like, yep, there yeah, you go. yeah, yeah. It was it was our friend friend of the pod, <laughs> Ron. <laughs> uh Ron Hill. Um yeah, there's you know, there's good content out there, but you know what? We're here to talk about a very specific type of content, so that's what you got. That was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. Uh, we would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Doesn't matter which app. Um, and please, 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 even if you've done it already once, don't forget to rate and then leave a review. Yeah. Write a, write a fun story for <laughs> us. Please. Um, and share our podcast with a friend. And with a teen, you can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Okay, we will see you next time. Under Under the the bleachers. bleachers.